Hello, and welcome to In Bed With Books, the podcast where we talk about smutty fantasy with each other and with you. My name is Melissa. And I'm Bethany. And where else can you find us, Bethany? You can find us in a few places. On our website, inbedwithbookspod.com, and also on Instagram at inbedwithbookspod. We also have a Discord, which you can follow in the link in our bio. And then if you go to the description box below, check out those links and you can find us anywhere else. And uh, what are we talking about today, Melissa? Um, let's find out. All right. Okay. Okay. What is it? Season four? Yes. What? Oh my god. No. Oh my god. Is it not? Is it season it's five? Season five. <laughs> We've just been calling it, I've just been saying season four for so long that, yeah. oh my God, it's season five. I was five. like, why does that sound so familiar? Yeah, that is so, oh my God. And it's, oh my God, it's going to be, what did you say that today? You were like, this season has me so horny. Yeah. And I was like, is it like the, of the podcast or, or, the, or like fall, fall season? <laughs> like <laughs> both. We both said yeah. both. <laughs> Fall finally hit Phoenix. Yes. Our high today was like mid 50s and our low is going to be in the 30s. Nice. We are sleeping with the windows open. We might, we actually might not sleep with the windows open today. Well, I mean, just the AC is off. Yeah, the the AC is totally off. It's been off for weeks now or for like a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, And then my mom was like, do you think we'll have to turn on the heat tonight? And I convinced her not to because I want to be cold yeah i love to like get cold and just like bundle up with like more blankets yeah that's my preferred method of sleep yeah i like that too and then what's nice is in this new place we have carpet so then i don't have to worry about my feet freezing because i also like i like getting out of bed and like putting on like a big sweatshirt or something yeah but we're here we're finally we finally made it at this yeah. new apartment I'm still figuring out this situation behind me but I'm in my chair there's actually room for it hell yeah <laughs> my leather reading chair and uh it's coming together but we still have boxes everywhere it's been a crazy week um but it's it's exciting and I can't wait for you to come and visit me yes and me stay because we now have a room <laughs> yeah you have multiple rooms. We it's have not multiple just one rooms. Big room. Yeah, it's not just one big room. And then, like, the only way to be alone is to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of places you can resort. Um, so, yeah, that's exciting. Yes. Um. But yeah, so season five. So. Um. So for those of you who are just joining us, Melissa convinced me to read twilight last season (laughs) it took three and a half seasons to do but we did it but we did it and here we are and i couldn't resist reading the next book yeah and so that's what this episode is about is new moon by stephanie meyer but before we get into the that um, i feel like i'm buzzing i know we're just like talk about it yeah (laughs) yeah we're like hyper we're like panting (laughs) like tina like yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but uh so what are we reading this season let me pull up our schedule we've got a lot of premieres this season actually yeah we have um we are continuing twilight saga obviously Mm -hmm. We are also continuing the Plated Prisoner series by Raven Kennedy. Mm-hmm. We are now on number three, which is Gleam. And the book, the title that we kept using last season yeah. by accident, but we're actually doing this season. Yes. Gleam. Yeah. And then we are reading Kingdom of the Cursed, which is the second installment um, by Carrie Miskelko. Mm-hmm. And then a light in the flame girl that comes out in 12 days shit 
I need to update my address. Oh, Maybe they'll forward it. I don't want anyone else to have that. I want that book. Oh my God, I cannot I just, wait. Like, I think my heart just palpitated. <laughs> you were like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited for that one. Oh, I've been waiting for that for a year. I remember yeah. I remember reading A Shadow in the Ember around around this time last year, I remember. Oh, that was so good. I think it was just this past spring. No, we read it last fall, I remember. It was uh we read we read um the War of Two Queens in the spring. Yeah. Oh my god. No. Like it, like I know, like that makes sense, but my brain, like my brain and my heart are not agreeing. <laughs> Nick does still just feels so fresh. Oh, fuck. oh my God. And all of her teasers are making me I had so to stop. wet. I had to stop because <laughs> they make me so wet. I'm like, oh, they like, okay. The best image to describe what I'm feeling is the SpongeBob training video episode. Where they're like, are you ready to make a burger now? And he just like starts shaking so much that like his body rips in half. <laughs> That's like how I feel inside. Yeah. I <laughs> I can't believe it's been a year. Oh my God. And it's been a, a year. And as far as we know, there's going to be two more books for Blood and Ash. And I think just one more book from this. From what I understand, this is just a trilogy. A trilogy. Interesting. But, but apparently she has hinted at writing another series in this universe. Yes. Mm. There's more stories to tell. Yes. So. I love that. Um. So after that, then we're reading Fire Endless. That's going to... Yep. yep. I'm just like, oh, 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 oh. oh my god. I'm so excited for that one. Um, then we're reading Dead Witch Walking, which has been yes. a long time coming. I I'm not emotionally ready to go back to that. Even okay, not to like jump into the Twilight conversation just yet. Twilight and Dead Witch Walking were definitely mm -hmm. around the same period. Awakenings of my life. for you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And so, like, there were parts of New Moon where I was like, oh, I feel like a teenager again. And I'm not ready for that with, with Dead Witch Walking yeah. because it's not a teenager book. So I'm going to be reading this as an adult thinking, Melissa Rose Marklin, what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. I don't know why I censored fuck. We say fuck on this podcast. So is there, like, full-on sex? Yes. Like, yes. Like, on the scale of, like, Armin Trout Tess open St. Clair. Full open door. Okay, first of all, there's not really Armin Trout to St. Clair is like an eight to a ten. I know. <laughs> so on the scale of like folk of the air to St. Clair, probably I'm trying to think about like any books that we've read that are similar and okay, so here's the thing. Because I read it when I was so young, I don't remember how kinky it is. Right. Yeah. Or like how like sensual or vulgar it gets. Sure. But it's explicit. Like it's fully open door. Okay. Well, um, I'm excited. Yeah. She does this this one thing that's not sex. It's like a it's basically like a power play. And it's something that beings that have magic. We don't discover this until later when when Rachel starts dating a guy that has magic. Something that like people who have magic can do. But, like, the way she describes it is so much like sex. It's basically, like, <laughs> that the, they're, like, pushing and pulling each other's, like, magic against each other. Ooh. Yeah. And it's, like, oddly hot. Yeah. Like, like very hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very hot. Yeah. Very um, hot. So, that is... uh something to look forward to that's something to look forward to yeah not in this book but something in in the future to look forward to yes and then we are reading passing yes remind me the author's name nella larson nella larson and then we are reading queen of myth and monsters which is the second 
in King of Battle and Blood by Scarlet St. Clair. Yes. That's probably one of that... our more steamy reads. Excuse me, that steamy was season. all steam. That was all steam. Yeah. No read. No read. That was all. What would yeah. we, we counted like 16 sex scenes. Yeah. 16 sex, sex or sex adjacent scenes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So that's our season, folks. Like, <laughs> Well, we've also, so like we've got Light on the Flame, Fire Endless, and Queen of Myth and Monsters, all mm-hmm. our new releases. Yes. So that's going to be really exciting for us because that's been a while since we've had that many releases in one season. Yeah. And I, and I, and correct mm. me, I think that happens a lot in the fall, generally, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Like, I want, I don't know if it has something to do with just like the school year mm. or something like that. Or just like but the like, bookish season. <laughs> yeah, bookish season, but then also during the spring, you get a lot of releases. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then we're all just waiting during like midwinter and summer yeah. for like shit to happen. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? Ready to dig in? Yeah. Okay. So first things first, yes. this is my favorite one so far. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, my friend at work who has read them, I told her that I was reading new moon and she's like, and I was like, I was like, this one's like better. And she's like, oh yeah. So I think it's like, yeah. that's like a, a known fact then. Right. It's like a better one. Yeah. It's so it really sucks because it's the better book, arguably. Which mm-hmm. is not common for sequels. Right. But I think part of the reason that it's so good. Okay, it's a small tangent, but I'm back to the point. Part of the reason it's so good is because she's really conscious of the fact that she's kind of giving a similar story. Mm-hmm. Instead of just trying mm-hmm. to like recreate something totally different. She's like, it's kind of a recurring thing throughout where Bella's like, oh, well, a year ago, blah, 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 blah. Right. A year ago, I was here. A year ago, this. And so it is very much kind of like this time doesn't uh, repeat itself, but it rhymes kind of story, which I like. Right. Mm-hmm. But the movie does not compare. In fact, like of all of the movies, Twilight, the first one is arguably the best, which okay. sucks because like the books do kind of get better as they right. go on. Right. Okay. And the movies don't reflect that, which is unfortunate, but yeah. I felt like a teenager all over again. I was surprised by how much, like, so I read half of it and I listened to the other half because work has been, like, absolutely crazy this week. And even when I was listening to it, there was, like, parts that she would say or, like, little things that would happen. And I was like, how do I still remember that detail? But it's because I, like, trauma read this book. This is the one where, like, I read, like, the first three chapters thinking it would be, like, really safe and innocuous. Like, what could possibly happen in the first three chapters? And then at the end of chapter three is when you get that, like, September, October, November, December, January chapter. Yeah. And I stayed up all night and I read it the entire night because I was like, I'll just keep reading until Edward comes back. He can't be gone that long. He'll come back. Yeah. He doesn't come back until, like, chapter 20. I know. Uh, yeah. I know. I hated him for a while, for a minute. Yeah. I couldn't. Um, I refused to hate him. I will admit, I felt quite the betrayal when you texted me and said that you were Team Jacob, <laughs> even though I knew you were going to do it. Yeah, I know. Even though I know he's more your type. I well, was he, still okay. like... Okay, fine. I have some things to say about it. Yes. I am not anyone's team. Yeah. I am Team Edward. But I understand, yeah, for sure, what the team Jacob thing was all about because I yeah. fell for it. Yeah, Be- and I'll tell you when it happened. And I was going to tell you, but I was like, I'll save it for the podcast. Yeah, I wrote it down because I was driving to work, and there was this conversation that Jacob and Bella were having, and I literally said, "Fuck yeah," like out loud. Mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. And forgive me, I never know the context of these quotes. I just take them out. Um, I think it was after that they were okay. Yes, it was at yes, it was after when they were in the truck, and of course his shirt's off, and it's like really cold and rainy out, and they're driving, and she's like admiring him, mm-hmm. and she's like. 
you're so like she made a comment about how like he's so warm all the time and then later this is you when find she, out like, why is this after she found out he was a, or he turned into a werewolf or is I this, this when is he before gave her his, so this is when he gave her, her his shirt because yes she had like fallen off the her head yes her head was bleeding from the, okay okay sorry yes that part and then there's a point when they um get out of the truck and they're talking and she says how do you know me so well jacob sometimes it's like you can read my mind and he goes nah i just pay attention and i was like yeah yeah, yeah. you fucking do yeah and i and i love what i love about their relationship particularly which wasn't something that we got right off the bat with her and edward was that they're just spending time together yeah and that's where their attraction comes from you know it doesn't come from like this like need to withhold because i'm gonna kill you bella like yeah or like it's i do think it's more implied that there's this like mate element to him and to like edward and bella yes in book two than it is in book one and that that is something that gets explored further but i think i was also surprised to see how much they had like already started like kind of talking about that notion right with uh in this book so sorry but continue no yeah 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 um yeah i i liked their relationship was really organic in that way Mm -hmm. um you know there wasn't anything particularly that i was like like because believe me i feel like edward is my type like in terms of like you know he's from like the 1910 and like yeah you know 110 year old men yeah Yeah. i do (laughs) just clearly um and he and he is more great he like yeah he like I like the um I like Edward's um style of intimacy like mm-hmm. you know the way that he's always like touching her but not like touching her all the way and then like yeah um Jacob is more of a buddy you know he's more of yeah. a friend and so there's part of me that really likes that as well but I just liked that that comment like really brought it home for me I was like mm-hmm. oh yeah because I know I didn't get that from Edward you know and I yeah. think that's what I was like missing um, Especially because, like we talked about in the Twilight episode, so much of his, like, the, the attraction on his part is related to the fact that, like, she's this enigma. Mm. And it's like, but she's not. Right. Is she? Yeah. yeah. Is she? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I will give the reason that I'm not Team Jacob and the reason that I still can't ever be Team Jacob. As much, like, I think he's hotter in the books. I will give him that. And that's nothing against Taylor Lautner. I think just they talk about him being six five in the books, and he just his shoulders and his chest just keeps getting broader. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I really do, Bella. But they're both just so hyper aware of the fact that she doesn't like him that way. He lies to himself all the time, and he tries to like make moves when she's not ready, and like, really yes okay like she definitely pushes it but at the same time that she's saying that she can't like him that way and so on that part too it's very selfish of her i will also recognize that they're teenagers so of course they're gonna yeah. do stuff that's like not always healthy for them but that doesn't mean that i have to ship them you yeah, know? yeah 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 like at, at least with edward and bella it's like there was never a question of attraction she doesn't have to stand next to him and think if I don't kiss him now, I'm going to lose him. Mm-hmm. And like, that was, so for me, Comforting. it was that instant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for yeah. me, it was that instant with like her and Jacob where I was like, I could never support this relationship because if you have to convince yourself that hard after you've already felt the kind of like unending attraction that you had with Edward, then you have to know that it's never going to happen, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so when she, there was like, I actually can't, can't entirely remember when this part is it's before alice comes back and i think they're saying some kind of goodbye but she already knows that he's a werewolf Mm -hmm. and he had kind of given her like this ultimatum of like not that he'll leave her life but he's always kind of hinting at the fact that he can't just keep waiting around forever even though he told her that he would Mm mm-hmm 
And so they're like leaning into each other and she's like, all I, I think they're in the, the truck and she's like, all I would have to do is like turn my head to his shoulder yeah. and look up and we would kiss. Yeah. If I don't, and she had this like whole moral conundrum where she's like, if I don't, it'd be better because I wouldn't be lying to him. But if I do, I don't mm-hmm. lose him. And I'm like, that shouldn't right. be like a reason to kiss somebody. Like yeah. there's a line, I can't remember if it's in the books, but it's definitely in the movies where in the third one, where she says I love you Jake I'm just not in love with you and Mm -hmm. I remember that was like huge for me as a teenager Mm -hmm. because I'd never really like been able to separate like that was Mm -hmm. the first time that I like consciously separated those things and that's like the huge lesson of their relationship is like she can love this guy as much as she wants because she clearly cares about him yeah it doesn't mean she has to be with him it means that we can be with him yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) no I I completely agree with all of that because yeah there, I remember that moral conundrum because yeah, that is not a re- good reason to kiss someone. Um, and I will say that I do think I like Myers. I like it when authors do this though, like when they bring in an, a foil or like a, another yeah. suitor or something, because especially when you're Bella and you're like, what, 17? <laughs> like, yeah. You need to kind of see what else is out there. And yeah. I think her and Edward's relationship wouldn't be, wouldn't make as much sense if we didn't see her have an opportunity elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it actually hits her and Edward home harder after yeah. that. Um, And so I feel like Jacob plays a really important role in that regard. Um, And I, and I think he's just, I actually, cause I was kind of thinking about that, about him and how, cause I remember you had mentioned that he was kind of pushy and I couldn't, and maybe I missed it, but I felt like he wasn't, I felt like he was kind of pretty respectful of her like depression and feelings towards Edward and like not bringing it up. And then there was like, there was a clear line that his dis, like, what did he call him? Um, bloodsuckers or leashes or yeah yeah like obviously his disrespect for vampires is there but it never mm-hmm. it never becomes disrespectful to her feelings for vampires yeah you know like, I'll, I'll give I'll she give still like that. respects like yeah he still like respects like the relation the feelings that she has for edward and doesn't right like shit on them until alice shows up yeah and then there was like something that happened where he got yeah. like real nasty and i was like what yeah you little booger (laughs) and I like I think that too like as a teenager I don't know that I would have been able to to entirely put words to it but it made all of his previous reassurances feel like a lie right like he was it it makes it feel like he's just coddling her because he saw how like catatonic she got Mm -hmm. but he didn't actually respect them he doesn't actually give a shit that they left he doesn't actually care about any of this stuff in yeah. fact, he thought that he had like changed her by right. them spending all of that time together. And so the fact that he like like that basically with that tantrum he throws when he she realize or when he realizes that she's staying with Alice feels like the same tantrum that like nice guys throw when you won't fuck them. Yeah. Um and I will say to your point about like them being like him and Edward being foils and them um like that being necessary for us to like see Edward and Bella's relationship in a new light. I agree. And also I think they're foils in that they aren't actually that different. Yeah. And I never realized that. Yeah. I think in the movies, it's also a little less clear in the movies. Jacob's character is a little bit different than it is in the books for sure. I think Edward's character is pretty true to the book, but Jacob's not quite as much. Right. But, um, so excited to watch the reason i always mention the movies is because i remember those a little bit better i've seen those a few more times yeah um but like you still get that theme of he's like i'm a monster now bella i'm not good for you i'm not safe for you and she has the same argument where she's like i don't care i don't care and i'm like we are playing the same conversation you just had like six months ago yeah it feels very it feels very um deja uh, deja vu (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Um, and so I think in that sense, it proves that for her, it wasn't about the danger. Right. 
because she's presented with this guy who for all we know is just absolutely fucking gorgeous six point like six five broad chested he's like 16 and he looks like he must be like 25 already um and she's presented kind of with the, with the same situation where it's he's actually a bigger danger to her than edward was because he's not in control of when he can shift right and he and is so only like, 17 <laughs> yeah yeah and like like i think there is a little bit of a parallel in that like edward has the thirst and everything but the imprint uh, let me know how you think about this but the impression that i always got with like the tr- like the threat of them shifting isn't so much what they'll do after they they'll sh- they shift but what happens literally in the process of them shifting yeah is like limbs flail claws come out it doesn't mean that they actively hurt them so like the the phrasing that quill or embry i think it was embry used when he was talking about emily and sam mm-hmm. was that emily was standing a little too close mm-hmm. so not so much that like sam actively went out and hit her but that sam shifted because he got angry and because she was standing within a few feet of him just got smacked you know it's so, like i think that's a lot different than what could happen with like the collins yeah exactly i uh, that's another thing i was gonna mention generally was the difference in like werewolf vampire in this instance which is like edward's hunger is more of like kind of a manic not manic but kind of a nervous yeah kind of power addict uh what'd you say addiction addiction yes um and so it's more it's more something he has to like harness Mm-hmm. And then as a werewolf, and of course we only really get Jacob's like transformation and he's like young and unpracticed, but it usually comes from already being angry. Mm-hmm. And so it can, it all, it already, um, what it, it's catalyzed by emotion mm-hmm. of, of something it's not something that like runs out or like you can yeah. like replenish or anything. It's something that like you can actually, you actually have to premeditate a little bit more in the moment. Right. It's just and interesting again, how it behaves, I guess. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, it gave him like behavioral changes because it wasn't right. until he was getting like, you can kind of see as the book goes on as he's like developing closer to that shift uh-huh. where he like, he's getting a little bit more irritable he's snapping back a little bit more and then after he changes and everything mm-hmm. every conversation he just like like if we're like pretending for a second that sh- that Meyer is kind of like alluding to different mental illnesses mm-hmm. with the vampires being addiction like the the wolves are kind of like bipolar right or like Manic. i wouldn't say like cl- like yeah i wouldn't say clinically at all but kind of like a like a Hollywoodized version of what right. we perceive that to be or to look like. Yeah. Where it's like one minute the conversation is fine. The next minute his face is like in a scowl and yeah. his arms are trembling and like, yeah, that's terrifying. She's sitting there like an idiot because she's like, she acts like she's prone to accidents. I'm like, no, you walk into them. You very actively <laughs> walk into these things. She. Yeah. She. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, yes, like, yes, it is brought on by anger, but then also, oddly enough, the shift makes them more prone to anger. Makes them more irritable in that way. Yeah. 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 Cause he was, he used to be like this happy, yeah, kid. And then now, and then he wasn't, it's like a bit more moody. Mm-hmm. I'm still Team Charlie. So. Team- <laughs> Team Charlie or Team Carlisle? Both. All the dads. The dads. Yeah. yeah. I like Charlie in this one too. Yeah. I think because he does go more fully dad because he gets really protective of Bella. Yes. And I like that. Yes, we do like that. Yeah. I don't want to fail to mention the um, the sexual implications of the werewolf as well. 
<laughs> naturally <laughs> naturally um because it did feel very much like i guess i've never really been into the werewolf thing and now That's i kind of get it it's kind of like yeah. the beast beauty and the beast yeah the it's the not being able to control yourself right like i mean because that it's different from like the vampire yeah in that it's like more of a obsession. there's this like protectiveness that comes with the werewolf yes like this possessiveness yeah and then i will say we technically learn it later i think in like book four technically they're not werewolves and they don't realize that they have like that english american word for it but somebody i won't say who somebody tells them like no i actually met werewolves in in europe you're not werewolves okay. you're just shapeshifters because actual werewolves do exist in their world they just right. they, they do need the full moon to do it um but i think doing that or they're more of like shapeshifter style does also add that second element of like threat mm like fear you know yeah on our part it's like when when could they change kind of thing yeah the fear um, element and it's there's something and so excuse my phrasing on this one there's something sexier about just like a giant wolf as opposed to like a decrepit zombie wolf <laughs> so i think that helps as well yes yeah <laughs> yes it does yes I thought, I thought you were going to say something about like the implied. Okay. So this wasn't, this isn't even like a big point, but I feel like some of the phrasing implied that like Edward had sex in South America, which I know he didn't because I'm pretty sure they refer to him as a virgin later. And like, it's Stephanie Meyer. I can't imagine she'd be having him whoring himself out when he's like sad from love but I was also like does does she know that the phrasing she kind of used and it was when they referred to it like as his distractions uh-huh when he was gone yeah and I'm like she has to know the sexual implications of this yeah right <laughs> like it's not just me well and then also he's like 17 forever yeah he should have more sexual <laughs> she has like the highest sex drive as a male he's like, just frozen in yeah them. yeah yeah so that's that was something that I thought about. <laughs> yeah yeah i do remember that um but one thing that i really like about the way that her series is structured is that okay so we got book one james mm-hmm. all of that happens book two he leaves sets up the second threat that's related right. to the first book that will play out in the third book Okay. Well, we also meet the threat from the fourth book. Right. And so it's not quite that like suddenly new people are like popping up and everything. There's something that feels really planned about that or just like really convenient. Yeah. But that like actually works out structurally that I really like. So I was just thinking about that because everyone likes the second book the best. Mm -hmm. And that's very rare. Very rare. Very, very hard to do. Yeah. I have officially read Twilight twice or New Moon twice. Yes. Yeah. I have read it once officially. Read it once. Rereading it, I did find like it was beefier than I was expecting. Like content and like backstory. Storytelling wise. Yeah. Yeah. I liked, um, I felt like we went more places. Obviously, we went to Italy. Yeah. But I felt like... I don't know. There was, like, more... Like, there was the cliff. I don't know. I felt like it was, like... Her writing got a little bit more succinct. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't Um, just school in Charlie's house. (laughs) Yeah. Especially... Because she spent like so much time in the push and um yeah that was another one of those things where it was like we'd already been there we'd already kind of like met that space yeah but we got to see it again and in more mm-hmm. like detail yeah so like something that i don't know how planned it was but it's still 
it showed like a like an adeptness that I I think I didn't recognize before. Yeah, like storytelling, like structure yeah. again, structure wise that I think yeah. worked. So yeah, I did hear the last name Clearwater though that you yes. had mentioned. Yeah, yes. Um, and then I don't know if it happens in the books, but I'm pretty sure in the movies it's sue clearwater the daughter of the guy who died at the very end who Uh charlie marries he or doesn't marry but he gets with they're dating so um that's probably why i recognized it as well oh yeah so clearwater's quite a ways south that one's in the quinault reservation because it's because I kept thinking that, <laughs> kept thinking that the um, audiobook girl was saying the tribe name incorrectly. Because I was like, it's the Quinault tribe, but then there's another tribe. There's like another reservation above it. Quileute or whatever. Yeah, Quileute or whatever. Yeah. Quileute, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know at all. <laughs> but Clearwater looks more closer to the quinault so it's pretty she, it's pretty far she probably pulled it just to be safe you know yeah it hopefully wouldn't be real people but it's funny that they're like oh let's just hop to seattle because it is yeah. not a hop no it's like a five or it's i looked it up it's like a four and a half hour drive like Lo, let's go have dinner in seattle okay and then you have to take a room too. And then you have to take a ferry and you have to wait for the ferry for like an hour. Like <laughs> Okay, Bella. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um Okay. So some of my favorite fan theories. Yes. And having like re like fully reread this one again. That I that I support are Gay Alice. Okay. Yeah, I love the idea that Alice and Bella are actually closeted for each other. Because even Alice was like, yeah, I'm going to turn you. Yeah. I'm like, that goes a little bit past platonic love, honey. Yes. Just saying. Um, you've already decided that you want to spend the rest of your life with this girl. That sounds a little gay to me. Okay. And then also that Bella and her dad are autistic. And the moment that I, like, realized was actually when she, like, came home and she described, like, Charlie as sitting a foot away from the TV during March Madness. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what grown man does that? Yeah. And she's like, oh, the, the game must be really good. I'm like, so this happens normally? Like, okay, that doesn't... <laughs> Like that that's like neurodivergent behavior, one hundred percent. Well I and, and I and I wonder if it's just, you know, because guys are weird with sports sometimes. No, so. they are, but like moving in that close to a TV, yeah, isn't like normal behavior. That's like when um, when, a, when a game when you get invested in a game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like it's uncomfortable. It doesn't make it an enjoyable experience. And like when you get into a game you sit back and you cheer you don't move closer and like yeah 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 don't notice yeah. people entering the house um yeah so those were like upon rereading i think it's one of those things of like like i've talked about re-watching merlin as an adult and as a kid i was like there's nothing sexual about merlin and arthur's relationship and then like episode three arthur is sacrificing his life for merlin and Merlin is like dying and having visions and moaning Arthur's name in the oh. most like sexual tone. Yeah. <laughs> like this, it was like, I clearly <laughs> watched those episodes before I'd ever had sex or anything. So I just didn't recognize how yeah. bad they sounded. Um, But like, this is kind of on the list now of things that I'm going back to experience, like reading or watching or something as oh, a- funny. an adult. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's definitely coded. <laughs> I f- I feel like that happens to me all the time now, where I'm like watching something and I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Last time I watched that, it was not this hot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. 
um even lord of the rings which i watched fully for the first time in college i rewatched it later because in college i was watching it like academically like i was yeah. watching it to write a small essay on it yeah but then when i watched it outside of that context i was like okay but like frodo and sam are a little gay yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. like how did i not and so i think like Bella and Charlie, they felt just like introverted to me as a kid. But now as an adult, I'm like, that goes a little bit beyond being introverted. Yeah. Like she full on, like, I don't want to like dictate her grief or anything, Mm -hmm. but she spends like four months catatonic basically. Yeah. Like in autopilot. And that's Mm -hmm. not normal behavior. Right. Like that is some kind of like neurodivergence for it to affect her that that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially, especially like the way that she functions throughout that. So it's not just that like it affects her for that long. It's like, yeah, fucking of course it's gonna affect her for that long. But like we see the moment she snaps out of it, which is she doesn't even remember the people that are sitting at her lunch table anymore. Mm-hmm. She's like, I couldn't tell you when these new people joined the table. Yeah. Like, that is like not normal. Yeah. To be that checked out of your own life. Not saying that she has to engage with them or anything, but the fact that she literally couldn't say when they joined the table is like not healthy. And then again with the like there's like light queer coding. And this one she's not with Alice quite as often, so it's not quite as aggressive, but like her reunion with Alice feels almost as aggressive as her reunion with Edward was. Right. Which well, is like a little gay. Yeah. Um not I'm not disagreeing at all. Cause I I was just I'm just curious. I because I always thought that her her depression was due to the fact that like what what is it? Edward's magic, you know? Like yeah. something like that. And then and then her reunion with Alice felt more like the Cullen family or like that yeah. life. Or that, like, Edward might be nearby or something. That, like, it's real. But that the end when she was said that I'll turn you, I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. no hesitation. Yeah. Alice and seems I think... to, clearly seems to, like, care for her a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think, too, it's hard to, like, judge their relationship completely but platonically because she's actually Bella's like only girlfriend yeah because she kind of has that moment with Angela and then the the, like friend date with Jessica was just like a shit show yeah so like we know that Angela likes her but that's about as far like Angela doesn't hate her the way the other girls do because the other girls are clearly jealous that she dated Edward yeah um but there's no like basis the same, like I guess there's like with Edward and Jacob we get that foil of what it looks like for her to have like a boyfriend that she's in love with and a friend that she loves but with yeah. Alice we don't have that kind of like foil comparing yeah yeah so it is kind of like really muddled yeah it's hard to know how close of a friend she is with her yeah I do like um at the end when they all voted uh, kind of um off topic but but at the end when they all voted on whether they should turn her and two people voted no Mm -hmm. edward and rosalie and i thought rosalie's explanation was really interesting yeah and i want to know that's why i love rosalie i want to know her story do we get to learn more about her story yes even we get to see a clip like a like a flashback of her avenging herself Ooh, yeah because she if I if I remember she said like it was something about the transition like she wasn't ready to like be yeah hers hers happened like not without consent right yeah do you want me to give you her story no it'll I still read be it. great when, you you want to read it yeah sorry I feel like I'm worried that we already read some of it and I just don't remember <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I I won't give you the whole story. I'll at least tell you what leads up to. Okay. So she was like, it was like the like the twenties or the thirties or something. 
and she was betrothed to this guy. He was like the nicest guy in town. He was rich. He always bought her nice gifts. He was a gentleman. Well, one night he went out with his buddies to celebrate, I think, their engagement or something. And she was walking home late and she ran into him and he was completely plastered. And Mm -hmm. so him and his buddies assaulted her and basically left her for dead in an alley. (laughs) Massive trigger warning on that comment. Um, Yeah. And I think it was Carlisle who found her. And kind of, like, could scent or smell what had happened. Right. And turned her. Um, and that that's all I'll tell you. Because the flashback okay. makes it amazing. So Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's... Then, then you fall in love with Carlisle. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, like, part of, like, part of Rosalie's issue being that she can't have kids now. Because that's, like, that's what she wanted. She wanted to have this big home filled with kids and grandkids. And... I think for her, so much of being a vampire is tied into, like, that big traumatic event because now she can't have kids, which is kind of, like, too, too apt, too, like, aggressively uh, apt of a kind of after effect of being sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. Um, and it quite literally changed the entire trajectory of her life. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I I fully respect her for like saying no. Yes, because she doesn't want it to like she like basically what she's saying is that she cares for Bella enough that she wants to make sure that she can be old enough to make that choice. Yeah. And I think that is the most reasonable response. Yeah. Then again, they've got the Volturi to worry about. Like it's not just they're making this this yeah. vote out of nothing. Like the Volturi are certainly going to come for them so yeah Yeah. and then the next book is going to be all about the treaty right yes kind of kind of yeah yeah Yeah. i mean that's that's what they kind of set it up was like kind of gonna be kind of like what the plot that's more in book four but it sets up the tension for book three right yeah Yeah. okay um because in book three against their better judgment they have to work together against a common foe okay yes and i i'm so excited to like okay so like i've i'm seeing the pieces that you laid and so there are a few things that i'm like oh i want to say but i can't yeah 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 okay well we'll yeah. read the next one next season yes okay okay, so okay. clearly this was my favorite of yeah. the books i think most people's favorite of the books I at least when it, it when when like it was in its heyday you know yeah yeah um i think i think seeing uh i think jacob was like is an important part of the story which i like mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of times when they try and bring in love interests they do it like different love interests they just it it can be it can be really shabby but this was yeah. like not only plot wise, the fact that he's like a werewolf and like there's all of these politics between them and the vampires, but it's like his role in her like mental well being as well as mm-hmm. um just being a friend because she doesn't even have any good girlfriends. Like Yeah. So that that was kind of fun that he was like a friend first and then yeah. kind of a love interest almost but yeah i think what i like is that like what i like about him is that you don't have to want them together to like them or to like him i kind of just like i don't want them together but i i like him yeah i mean if i had my way i mean we'd all just get along (laughs) yeah we'd all just get along just fine (laughs) all three of us (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's well that's the thing is like I'm team Edward, but I don't hate Jacob at all. Yeah. I feel bad for him a few times and there's definitely times that I'm like, okay, you're fucking 16, 17 years old, like shut up. Yeah. But other times I'm like, yeah, I get it. He's angry because his life's out of his control. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a totally reasonable response. Yeah still don't think they should be together but yeah 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 yeah. i agree 
I don't think they should be together either. But I do want, I am kind of in, I, I do hope that their relationship still stands and like that they're able to like be friends. I know, stop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like I know as secrets. friends, like as friends, yeah. like I would love to see how like they go forward, you know? Yeah. Because I like what they've built. Yeah. I do think that's another reason that like their relationship was always so like difficult for me because yeah. I do love them as friends so much that when yeah. he starts to put those like, I love you, Bella, like yeah. love me too. Why are you with him still? Like you would, it would be easier with me that all that kind of shit. Like, yeah, it really just feels like it taints the relationship. Yeah. Um, and it makes it feel pushy. Yeah. And like, it makes it, it makes it feel disingenuous. Yeah. Like it all yeah. has like a motive, you know? Yeah. That whole trip. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is like, can't imagine why guys acting like that bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I don't hate him. Yeah. So. Yeah. So those are my last thoughts. I am excited to see what happens next. Yeah. I like, yeah, I agree. I liked how it kind of like set up the plot for the next one. It feels a lot more clear. Yeah. Because now we kind of know what's out there in terms of the mm -hmm. hierarchy of vampires, as well as the hierarchy of werewolves and like the legends and stuff, mm -hmm. I think is interesting. Like and to kind of hear how they work together not gonna say anything nope you're not gonna say anything you've already said too much yeah i have i have and that's only because i love rosalie's story so much like she's just she really doesn't get much like screen time quote unquote like even yeah. in the books it's really one-dimensional with her but i think knowing what i know now and also like being an adult and reading them more so than like a teenager you know yeah when you're a teenager reading these things you really just see it as at face value with what bella is telling you because yeah. it's like first person that's yeah. what it's, that's how it's going to be read but knowing what i know now yeah i still love rosalie yeah so yeah okay those are my final thoughts yes final thoughts cool okay. all right well until next week i think next week we're going to do kind of like a bookishy episode um but we'll our next read is. yeah we'll figure it out <laughs> yeah because we can't read a book every week we're not fast readers i'm sorry i'm not i don't have the time anymore yeah I, we have I, like i still think back to that first season when we did it and i'm like how we barely did mentally it. and mentally, we weren't how? listening we weren't listening to audio we were reading them we were reading them yeah, yeah. and we're, we're just not fast readers there's people who do that and yeah there's people who do like multiple books a week yeah how i'm like cool <laughs> i can't do that <laughs> i don't know yeah, how you no. do how <laughs> yeah 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 like so... i i used to consider myself a fast reader and then i saw those people and i'm like oh never mind like i'm a fast reader for like very specific books mm -hmm. like there's the I, there's like a few books where i'm like yeah i read that and like couple of days yeah but like I can't I can't keep that momentum going all no. of the time you know it just for whatever reason it hits right or something or like new exactly... moon did for me when I was like 16 yeah no 14 like yeah 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 um, so yeah and the only reason we haven't figured that out was because we just had to like, like rearrange our schedule and yeah <laughs> we didn't realize that was coming up so we will decide before we record it though yeah ideally yeah, we'll we'll do some fun topics i can feel yeah. them yeah we can okay feel them brewing yes quick announcement yes we have a shop we do have a shop and if you join our email list then you get a, a cushy little discount to help with purchasing things from that shop yes um we add stuff to it regularly we're planning yeah. on adding some more stuff to it in the next couple of weeks. So. Yes. I have some, we have some really fun ideas cooking up. I really want, yes. I really want to own a tote bag that says this. So yes, 
Yes. That you'll just have to follow us on Instagram to find out. What. I want the mug that we thought about. Which one? Yeah, the, yep, that mug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you are doing the audio yes. version of this, pop over to YouTube if you'd like to try to read my lips and yep. figure out what I just said. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? What else? What to else? To be announced. To be announced. We are partnered with Noble Objects, the candle yes. company. And I finally popped these out so I can just kind of smell them throughout the day. Nice. Because I got so intense with work this week that like I didn't want to like light anything or have anything going because I, I was going to be so like in my head about things. This is my Frankenstein candle. Ooh, that's pretty. So pretty, right? Oh, I love that. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have Weathering Heights and War and Peace up out too. I love them. It smells them. so good. Yeah, I'm going to pop it. I'm excited too. to use the jars when the... There's such the jars, nice jars. Um, to hold like my makeup brushes. Yeah. Or like a pencil, whatever, for my desk. Yes. 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 So if you use code in bed 10, then you get 50, 10% off. 10%, yeah. 10% off in their shop. Or you can just click the link in our bio on Instagram and that'll yes. pop that over for you. Yes. Um, And we have a book club book club currently we are doing um greek retellings those books so we have like a song of achilles on the list we We also have but i think by the time this comes out we'll have just done we'll have already done it okay that's exciting and then we're doing like circe and some other ones as well ariadne and then a thousand ships yes so we're gonna two that are like uh the odyssey Uh uh-huh one that's the Iliad, and then one that is so Ariadne is uh, Theseus and the Minotaur. Yeah. So, yes. So I'm excited you, for this. Yes. So you can go to the link in our bio. You can go to our Discord and yes. join the book club because we just we just take a day and we just like chat on the Discord about yeah. the books and it's really easy. Yeah, it's really a uh, low low key, and then also. To, um we just hang out over there as well mm-hmm. all the time we're always uh we're so always the, there <laughs> yeah with the book club specific stuff we tried to make the book book club really easy so we'll always try well we'll try harder now but we'll always try to have shorter books for the book club and you have like yeah. a month to read it and then just one day to chat about it it's always yeah. the second saturday of the month yes but the discord itself is for more than the book club it started out as book club stuff but we're expanding yeah. it because we realized that was really limiting our uh yeah well our, and it's just our fun dreams for like yeah i community. think like a lot of people wanted to get to know each other more so it was like more yeah. yeah so you can pop in for book club you can pop in to take a shelfie yeah <laughs> introduce you yourself want. yes introduce yourself and then also um Tell us like what you're reading or if you have any recommendations for the podcast, because we're always looking for like good recs. So now the Discord is going to kind of be the easiest way to get in contact with us. Yeah. Just because like we've got our own personal Instagram accounts. And then with the podcast, I'm noticing more and more that I'm just getting them jumbled. Yeah. (laughs) And so it is easier like in the Discord because it can also be like, when we're responding on like comments or in DMs and stuff, it's so like, it's one face, but it's both of us. And I think like sometimes I'll accidentally get into conversations that you're having. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> sometimes I'm that. like, I'll share to my stories and I'll be like, <gasps> like I'll panic that I like shared it to yeah. the podcast yeah. one. And so we're we're trying to to make sure that we're communicating more clearly with you guys. And so that's going to be on Discord. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Until next time. Mm-hmm. Happy reading. Happy reading. Bye. Bye.